0: This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. Today is Wednesday, September 15th. Coming up today, we'll hear from a man who says his front yard is his own little nature preserve in our urban landscape, but city officials disagree.
1: Regardless of the the cost, it's punishing me for something that is environmentally sound, that I'm trying to do to help my environment, my neighborhood, and this planet.
0: Why can't a front yard be all flowers? We'll hear from the man whose Kansas City garden went viral. But first, some headlines. A woman named to the Kansas City Board of Police Commissioners by Missouri Governor Mike Parson lied about being a past board member of two local charities. KCUR's Peggy Lowe broke the story. In a press release from the governor's office last month, Dawn Kramer claimed to have been a past board member of the Heartland Foundation and the Northland Shepherd Center. But KCUR found that neither organization listed her as a board member in IRS documents dating back to 2006. Kramer is vice president of Kramer Capital Management, a Northland financial services firm. She also claimed on her company's website that she completed a Ph.D. program through a university that is actually a corporate training company. Kramer insisted to KCUR that she served on these charity boards and that she never claimed to have a Ph.D. We have an update on Kevin Strickland, whose case we featured earlier this week. He's a Kansas City man who's been imprisoned for 43 years for murders that prosecutors now say he didn't commit. A judge heard arguments Monday to determine if Jackson County's 16th District Circuit is the appropriate court to decide whether Strickland is innocent. Judge Kevin Harrell says he'll announce his decision on whether to move the case Friday morning, but he didn't set a date to hear evidence that could exonerate Strickland's. Missouri's Attorney General Eric Schmidt delayed a previously scheduled hearing by arguing that statements made by the court's presiding judge create the appearance of bias. One of Strickland's attorneys, Robert Hoffman, says those delays are unfair. And while the state
2: argues with the state about which division can decide the matter, my client, Mr. Strickland, sits in prison.
0: University of Kansas Health System employees are quitting as COVID-19 continues to strain hospital capacity. Hospital officials say they've had 15 respiratory therapists leave in the last 3 weeks because of exhaustion and frustration. Respiratory therapist Julie Rojas says losing coworkers not only delays patient care, it takes an emotional toll. You know, there's some weeks that I'm here at the hospital more than I'm at home and your coworkers become like your family and they understand the things that you see and deal with. So it's it's hard for us to lose them. Officials say they've already had 30 COVID deaths at the hospital this month, compared to 17 in all of last September. And finally, Kansas Governor Laura Kelly says it's unlikely that she'll take President Joe Biden's recommendation that states require all teachers and school staff to be vaccinated against COVID. Instead, she's pushing for voluntary vaccination.
2: I prefer that we continue down the path that we've been uh, on, which is working cooperatively with our businesses, our education community, our faith community, uh, and any other community we can come up with uh, to get those folks vaccinated on a voluntary basis.
0: The Kansas Health Department reports eight schools have had clusters of COVID-19 cases since the last week of August. We'll be right back. Real Humans by Gina Kaufman, just the right length for your Kansas City commute with new episodes every Sunday on KCUR.org and wherever you get your podcasts. You'll hear a complete story before you reach your destination. Looking for something or someone to, you know, break up the pace of the day, which is another reason why, like, I don't know, getting up and getting your next cup of coffee, at least you're getting up from your computer. Now I just, like, drink four cups of black coffee. It's just the water of the morning. New episodes for me every Sunday. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. A garden filled with over 10 species of native flowers is growing in Dennis Moriarty's Kansas City front yard. But the city says his flowers are a code violation. Moriarty spoke to Steve Kraske, host of KCUR's talk show Up to Date, about why he thinks changing the code would be a win for the environment.
2: Now a conversation about what front yards should look like and how they can be at odds with city ordinances. Joining us now is Dennis Moriarty, again, Army veteran who lives near Prospect Avenue and 26th Street. Dennis, good morning. Thanks for taking some time with us.
3: Well, good morning
2: to you, Steve. Dennis, I want to be clear about something. You planted your front yard with wildflower seeds after you found yourself unable to mow it any longer. It's pretty steep, and you can see that in the photo that KCRS Carlos Moreno took that accompanied a story about you. How difficult was it getting for you to mow your front yard?
1: Well, how many people 80 years old can mow, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that, that's part of the problem. I've been here, I've lived here for 21 years. This is my 21st year. I mowed it and weed left it. It's a 60-degree terrace, which is, you know, someone 20 years old, and I could have walked up it easily, probably backwards at that age. But I'm 80 now. So I saw something about wildflowers, and I know the the issue involving, involving uh, pollination. So I uh, smothered uh, the grass on my terraces, which are 1,500 square feet, last year in July. Mm-hmm. And uh, in April, I took all the plastic off, cut away, took off the uh, basically the top four inches of the topsoil to get rid of the uh, dead grass and the uh, root balls, and then seeded it with a butterfly mix that I got from a planter's seed. Hmm. And uh, the results are what you see. Uh, some of the plants, uh, the milkweed, which is specifically for monarchs, is six feet high.
2: What else does it look like? How else would you describe your front lawn today, Dennis?
1: A symphony of beauty.
2: How do the wild uh, the wildlife like it, Dennis?
1: I love it. No, uh, no. in all sincerity, I get all sorts of butterflies, hummingbirds, bees.
2: Well, you've done everything right, Dennis, but then last Wednesday you got a warning from the city what did the warning say?
1: Well, what actually uh, uh, it, it called them noxious weeds uh, over uh, ten inches high. Uh, that's what it says.
2: How did you react uh, to that? Like, that warning, Dennis?
1: Well, I'm Irish. How would you react? Steve? <laughs>
2: I think I'm getting the picture, Dennis. But did you call call down to City Hall, and and what happened?
1: No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't call City Hall. I'll tell you, the man came out, and I told, and uh, I just stepped out of my porch, which overlooks you know, my terrace of wildflowers, and I see a man taking pictures, and I asked him what he's doing, and he said he's from the city, and I saw his car there, and he had his badge on, and then he said, I said, well, why are you here, because of your weeds?
2: So if you're right. you found in violation, what kind of fine do you face, Dennis? Do you know?
1: I have no idea. Regardless of the, the cost, it's punishing me for something that I'm, is environmentally sound that I'm trying to do to help my environment, my neighborhood, and this planet.
2: Uh, Kansas City, Missouri code says this. Any person convicted of a violation of this article shall be punished for that violation by a fine of not less than $50, but not more than $500 or by imprisonment of not more than 180 days or by both uh, such fine and imprisonment. So that's what you're looking at here, Dennis.
1: Right. But if I lived in 19th century England, And I stole two pence worth of lace, they would have hung me. So this is wrong, you know, this punishment. This this is a problem in America today. We're more punitive than we are restorative, and I'm doing something restorative. That's the end of my argument.
2: So then you went on social media and you put out the word about your plight Here's what your tweet said, Dennis. I'm an 80-year-old Army veteran and environmentalist who planted 10 native wildflower species on my front terrace. And now KC codes has photographed as weeds. And I'll be hauled to court. These are flowers planted specifically to support bees, hummingbirds, butterflies. I'm disgusted. Uh, Why did you do that? And what were you hoping to achieve there?
1: Over a million people viewed my tweets. It's a, around a million fifty thousand, I believe, because it is an issue that impacts and affects all of us. And again, our city governments are here to support the communities, not to punish us and collect fines.
2: Right. Dennis, we're joined now by a special guest, Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas, is, is on the air with us. And Mayor, I'll, I'll turn uh, I'll turn this over to you for a second.
3: Well, I just wanted to uh, say first of all, thank you for having me on. Sure, I was able to um, tweet at Dennis the other day, and certainly recognize the concerns he's having. I know from the uh, city staff side, no one wants to haul someone to court for these sorts of things, and I know we're trying to make sure that we can work it all out. So. Uh, That's why I know I've reached out asking uh, if he can reach out to our office to make sure that we can try to get these things taken care of. There is a balance in a city like ours. And uh, I know sometimes, you know, you have these bright line rules, but certainly there seem like situations much like this one where we can find a way to have something work out for all parties. And I think that's what certainly I'm interested in as mayor. I think everyone's interested in. And I know from hearing from Dennis, I think that's what he's interested in as well.
2: Mary, is it time for the city to reconsider its codes to allow for these this kind of uh, these wild native plantings? Because we hear so much about the need for exactly what Mr. Moriarty's doing to provide a habitat
3: for monarchs and the like. I think it is an important time for reevaluation. Of course, I wouldn't want to get ahead of our neighborhood associations, and so many others. So I would hope at least starting this week and in weeks future, uh, we have a chance to evaluate what Kansas City wants to do in connection with its right. codes, going through a big public process, hearing from people like Dennis, people like the callers you've heard from today, but also neighbors and others who who may say, well, let's make sure we're still balancing some of the concerns we may have from pests and other uh, issues as well.
2: Dennis, what do you think?
3: Okay. Mayor? I'm here, sir. I'm here
1: for you. Well, first of all, would you go along with my plan to cut this back after the first hard frost, which is, is the policy on these wildflowers?
3: What do you think, Definitely. Mayor? Well, you know what? I, I would be, uh, I'd be happy to explore all of that, and I think the best way we can well, do it, I'd love to make a visit the out to talk to you there's in the, person, Dennis.
1: There's the answer. I explained it to you. There's nothing to explore, Mayor. That is the, that is the technique that is supposed to be used on wildflower planting.
2: And, Dennis, the mayor is offering to come out and visit with you.
1: Oh, I'd love to
3: invite him out here.
2: Okay. Mayor, you have your invitation.
3: Well, I think that's perfect. We'll plan to get this done soon, and I'll I'll probably be able to share that plan with our our city staff at code enforcement. And I would hope by the end of the week this is all in our memories.
1: Yes. When would you like like to meet with me, then? When would you like to come in?
3: (laughs) You know, I could probably make time. It'd be later this afternoon, probably closer to about 4 o'clock, 4.30 or so. So we can, uh, we'll invite Casey you are, if they want to join us.
2: There you go. We may take Call you up
1: me on there. Wow. Call me first and let me know, and I will be expecting you then.
2: Sounds good. All right, sir. <laughs>
0: That was the host of KCUR's Up to Date, Steve Kraske, talking to Dennis Moriarty and Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas. After this conversation was recorded, Lucas met with Moriarty to figure out a way to trim his yard. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. This podcast was produced by Byron Love and edited by Maria Carter. You can read or listen to more stories from Kansas City's NPR station at kcur.org or catch us live on the air at 89.3 FM. Tomorrow, we'll hear more on how a new Kansas City police commissioner lied on her resume. Thanks for listening and I'll see you soon.